Let's do that. That's like a gremlin's voice there. That's a... Wowie zowie. Yeah. Wowie zowie. Mogwai voice over there. Wowie zowie. Yeah. It's it's weird that they just gave him like another name. I don't really like them giving him another name. They should have just called him Mogwai. That was his name, right? Mm. Yeah. Because like Mogwai means gremlin or just goblin or like evil th- thing. But it's a cute name. Yeah. It's right? a good name. I, I'd name a pet that. That'd be cute. Hmm. I, I have met like dogs named Gizmo. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Gizmo's a pretty good dog name. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I yeah. feel like Gizmo could be named after other things too, like Gizmo Duck. Oh, Gizmo Duck. Gizmo Duck's pretty cool, huh? Yeah, I don't think any people remember Gizmo Duck. Shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> Never forget. Never forget. Gizmo Duck was my 911 <laughs> baby. <laughs> Some sorted times with that Gizmo Duck. Yeah. You're the you're the you're the number one creator of Gizmo Duck erotic fan fiction. Yeah, <laughs> and the number one creator of erotic Gizmo Duck thoughts as well. Mm, yes. <laughs> oh yeah, Gizmo Daddy, put your put your wheel inside me. Yeah, put that wheel on. Yeah, make yeah. it go fast. I want it rough against my skin. What was his What was his real name? I can't remember. Um, I don't remember either. He was Damn. like that yeah. mild-mannered inventor or something during the day. Or I don't think he was the inventor because he was just the guy that got it, got like paired with the Gizmo Duck. Yeah, Gadget Gearloose uh, mm. was the wild inventor, mm. and then yeah, he made. I don't know if it was an accident or something, but uh, Gizmo Duck was made like. I think I think it was an accident. It's been a while yeah. since I watched it, and and it's a uh, one thing that's awesome and amazing about Ducktales is, especially in its later seasons, it has arcs, mm. and so it'll have like four, sometimes like six episode like story arcs. And Gizmo Duck is like a a, a very long arc, so you can yeah. wa- kind of watch it like as a movie almost. Oh yeah, I guess he didn't really have like his own show right no he didn't he was yeah, just he was on part of ducktales own, he was part of ducktales right right oh i thought he had his own show or something no i don't think so hmm. 
I mean, he's he's pretty iconic for only being on Ducktales. Wait, was it? G- no, no. I think there was Gyro Gearloose. Yeah, Gyro Gearloose is the inventor who made Gizmo Duck's hmm. like armor and stuff. Okay. But the guy who is Gizmo Duck is like this guy who wears like a sweater vest. Mm. A duck that wears a sweater vest, which is admittedly like a very cute thought. Oh, was it Fenton Crackshell? I think so. Yeah, that sounds okay. about right. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. he, he also did the voice of Gizmo Duck. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Mm. Fenton Crackshell. That's a good name. That's a really mm. good duck name. Yeah, it is. Yeah, that's that's reasonable like office duck name. And he was like an office duck. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah, we don't have enough. We don't have enough people named Fenton anymore. We don't have enough furries dressing up his um, his like uh, office ducks. Yeah, call That's me my call take. me Fentanyl for short. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Fenton's just short for fentanyl. Yeah, actually, yeah. Looking up, yeah, Fenton Crackshell was was Gizmo Ducks. Um, okay, alter ego. Yeah. Alter ego. Yeah. Interesting. Well, who would you rather like give a hand job to? Mm. Fenton Crackshell or Gizmo Duck? Yeah, they're the same thing. Yeah, but who would you rather give a hand job to? Because I mean, like, I mean, neither because ducks have those dicks that are like right, right. I'm not asking <laughs> either or. I, I'm asking either or, not neither or. And suicide is not an option. <laughs> Suicide's always an option. <laughs> okay. <laughs> then suicide. <laughs> no, no, I guess Gizmo Duck because I think I would feel I feel like I. You know, because Fenton, no one knows who Fenton Crackshell is. That's part of his secret right, identity. Right. So it's just like, okay, so am I just giving like a random duck with a with a tie a mm-hmm. hand job, or am I giving Gizmo Duck a hand job? I'm giving Gizmo Duck a hand job. Yeah, yeah. Cool. <laughs> I mean, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just thinking. Yeah, I'm just throwing shit out. Just there, throwing right? shit out there. You I know. mean. You know. you know, it's just like I don't want to be known as the guy who just gave like Office Duck a handjob. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like, regardless of what duck you gave a handjob to, <laughs> you'd be known as the guy who gave a handjob to a duck. They, well, Office like random Office Duck guy, they'd be like, "Oh, that's weird." I'd be like, "No, I jerked off." Gizmo Duck. They'd be like, "Whoa, no, he's a, Gizmo Duck, that's the a super, celebrity, the superhero." Yeah, yeah I did. Okay, yeah. that's cool. Respect, yeah, we didn't respect. even know Fenton Crackshaw's name. Yeah, so. yeah, exactly. We know Gizmo Duck though. Yeah, we know he has the one wheel, and he mm-hmm. has a whole bunch of little crazy and, and contraptions inside of his uh, suit. Okay, I don't know where <laughs> we were going with any of this, but we do have a Patreon if you oh, want yeah. to support this in any way. We're and Patreon. These people, and these people all would give a hand job to Gizmo. <laughs> You're not wrong. You're not wrong. I've assembled a delicious group of freakazoids. We call the Soyagers uh, or Big Dumb Idiots. Yeah, yeah. Bigger Dumb Idiots. Biggest yeah. Dumb Idiots. Yeah. That's our, on our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumbidiotbs. Uh, you get a bunch of stuff yeah. uh, for as little as $2 a month. Actually, as little as free. You can go and sign up for free. Um, yeah, sign up for that's, free. That's a little secret. But uh, we, we, we like it when you pay. Uh, we appreciate it, and it helps us do this, get better yeah. equipment, sound better, do yeah. more episodes, buy more dumb bullshit with our stuff. Um, exactly. Yeah. So uh, at $5 a month, we say thank you to people just like Dylan Lanz, Jordan Hale, David Craning Sites, D. Gursky, Jormore, Tim Wilkinson, Sam Mayo, Kyle Simmons, PJ Hale, Shane Sawyer, Gillian McCrary, Roberto Molino, Seven of Nine, James Hartman, Iggy, Abigail Simpson, uh, Shane Williams, Roberto Yolito, Electric Baphomet, Jonah Hearn, Nick Savard, John Simcox, 
Asher Pliskin, Skeptic, Nova, Jose Martinez, Ben Tronic, and our good friends over at the Bruce Campbell podcast, oh, which yeah. you should check out. It's a fun podcast. They yeah. review Bruce Campbell films. I've been on an episode where mm-hmm. we reviewed Menos Mind. Nice. That was a great episode, yeah. but they also do a lot of other fun stuff. Even the stuff that I won't even watch. like um, Man with the Screaming Brain. I, I watched that. No, yeah, I've no, never seen that one. No, I, I would watch that. There but is like, a, uh, they, they alien review, one. Yeah, they review the stuff that I don't want to watch, and yeah. that's what I like listening to it for. Like they did. Uh, uh, he was in. Um, God, what was it? It's that 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 uh, Doctor Strange, the one that Sam Raimi did. Oh yeah, yeah, I heard about that. He was like spaghetti papa or pizza papa. Pizza papa. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And so I really like the review because like they mm-hmm. focused on that a lot. Yeah, it's like and, you and have it's to. like that's that's kind of the best part of the yeah. film, I think. So yeah. he only, I guess I'm I'm assuming he's only in a very small part because like you know Sam Raimi likes to. Yeah, play, I think I think he's there and then he comes back once, but it's okay. like it's it's like very yeah cameoish. Yeah, yeah, I don't see. Yeah, they're they're not cool enough. Marvel's not cool enough to give like Bruce Campbell his own standalone. Film. No, definitely. Not. <laughs> um, so uh, for ten dollars a month, you uh, can get access to. The Media Dungeon. Uh, which is uh, <laughs> which is my Plex server. Um, it's a streaming server, just like other streaming things. Mm-hmm. And I have so much fucking media on there, you and do. it works pretty damn good. Yeah. And um, I don't know. You should you should check it out because I've got almost uh, okay. So I've got. 17,500 films. You heard that right. That's like Hot damn. That's like five times as many as any streaming service. Yeah. Uh, I've got uh as of recently 1500 shows. Wow. Which is more than any other streaming service. Yeah. I'm talking about ad-free by the way. It's like you had uh, Louis Thoreau's Weird Weekend on there recently. I do. I have all yeah. of pretty much all of Louis Thoreau's stuff, I think. Yeah, he's really there. funny. Yeah. I've got yeah, a bunch of his like little mini series and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I should watch that this weekend. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't I haven't watched it in a long time. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, so that's fucking awesome. You should go check that out. Uh for twenty dollars a month, you get merch every month, which I actually need to send out packages. Thanks oh, for shit. reminding me, Britt. <laughs> uh yeah, it's it's uh, that time of the month for me. I gotta send out packages to some people. And uh, you're bleeding out of a hole in your body. I am always bleeding out of a <laughs> hole in my body. It's always that time of month for me. Yeah. And if I'm not bleeding out of a hole in my body, I'll just like punch my ear until it happens. The ninth wonder of the world it just mm-hmm. keeps bleeding. Mm-hmm. No one knows why. It's the ga- gape that always bleeds. <laughs> because it takes so many seeds. <laughs> it just kept on taking him, not matter who it was, and everybody kept I don't know, something, 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 something. Uh, and they said no loads refused and kept going <laughs> yeah. just because this, because is, a, this is the, ga- the gape that always bleeds because it takes so many seeds <laughs> okay that's enough <laughs> and I forgot the last half um, oh yeah yeah as we do that happens as happens <laughs> um, so that's our patreon patreon.com slash dumb idiot bs yeah so what are we here today to talk about Enterprise co-genitor. We are uh, co-genitor. Yeah, this week uh, our patrons decided we should watch this episode. Mm-hmm. It is Enterprise uh, episode twenty-two from season two. Yeah. First aired on April thirtieth, two thousand three. So 
over 20 years ago now. Wowie zowie. Yeah, think about that. This, is, this episode is almost old enough to drink. Damn. Yeah, right. Uh, it's the 47th episode overall in Enterprise. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one was written by Rick Berman. And really? Bo- yep, and Brandon Braga. Wow. Who are the two co-creators of the series. Yeah. It's amazing to get like uh, any sort of like commentary on gender from Rick Berman. Right, right. <laughs> That's not because his commentary on gender was usually. Do you think like, this was his like attempt at an apology? Maybe, mm-hmm. but still, it's, you know, it's kind of like the Outcast in a way where it doesn't, like, right? Uh, you know, exactly end on a happy on a happy note. Yeah, and it doesn't exactly address <laughs> anything. It doesn't address anything. And, yeah, and you know, lines like on Earth we got two genders. Yeah. So. Yeah, trip, trip, trip Tucker. <laughs> oh, I'm just a country boy. I only know the penis gender and the vagina gender. Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, it, it, it does it, it, it tackles some sub, uh, heavy subjects, but it's also a, you know, it's not it doesn't have a happy ending. Well, yeah, so, but, uh, you know, so Rick Berman, still Brandon Braga, you know them or should know them. They mm-hmm. created the series. They love them. I mean, they're. I mean, Brandon Braga. uh, You know, he's responsible for a lot of the better Voyager. He is. Um, and some. You know, and Rick Berman is. He. I mean, he. He executively produced all of the best Star Trek. Yeah. And so, but he was. You know, he's he's a sexist and a pervert Mm -hmm. and a general. He's mean to Denise Crosby. Yeah, mean to <laughs> fucking Terry Farrell. Mean to Terry Farrell. Mean to all our favorites, yeah. all our girls. And ruin you ruin don't mess the with our girls. Deep Space Nine uh, season seven. Yeah, he's the reason all of our girls left. Yeah. And so, and they, those, they've said that in interviews. Yeah, and yes. so I yeah, am, yeah. Uh, you know, I'm inclined to think he's a real piece of shit. Yeah. Um, artistically, yeah. maybe he might have done some good things, but, you know, uh this is why I pirate media. <laughs> yeah. This is why you should go sign up to my Plex so Rick Berman isn't getting a cut every time someone watches one of his shows on exactly. fucking Paramount Plus. Mm-hmm. Plus Paramount Plus, all the um, the Star Trek movies have gone to HBO now. I've heard that. Yeah, I love how a year ago Paramount Plus was like their one of their taglines was the place for Star Trek, <laughs> and then like they just started bleeding Star Trek content. Prodigy's not there anymore. Yeah, it's so the movies insane. Movies aren't there anymore. So all you have is like a, most of the mainline series. Yeah, because yeah, that's like yeah, you, you they basically made Prodigy, and then right. it was like, well, we're just going to make it completely inaccessible. Not even have it on the fucking just just there mm-hmm. just so anyone can access it any time it's just like no we're just going to completely erase it erase it from history it's just make like, it a tax write-off <laughs> yeah uh, which is it's just it's, yeah it's just so cynical and evil and yeah if that's the way paramount's going to treat star trek star trek shouldn't be there i know and like there's talk now of like paramount getting bought up by someone bigger which makes sense. I mean, yeah, we're just going and just mergers and mergers and mergers until it's all just like Omni Media. <laughs> right, right. And they just like cut everything and everything and everything until it's just like yeah. fucking sparse. And like, I mean, they're they're probably just yeah. dealing with metrics. They probably know it's more profitable for them to sell the rights to the Star Trek movies. Yeah. To HBO for now. Yeah. And just keep the shows because the shows are probably what actually retain viewership. Yeah, I mean, uh, depending on what when they're going to be releasing Strange mm-hmm. New Worlds 
season three. Yeah. Like, uh, but yeah. I mean, Discovery season five is coming out in April, I think. Mm, okay. Okay. So, hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that Star Strange New World season three, though. <laughs> I mean, so much time has passed for between the Discovery fans. Like. I mean, our our uh, our friend, uh, friend of the show, Carlos Cisco, wrote, uh, I believe, a Mirror episode, a Mirror Universe mm. episode for Strange New Worlds or for Strange, uh, for sorry, Discovery? For, for Discovery season oh, really? five. Uh, oh, I think so episode so, five or something. So Killy's coming back. Mm, I uh, probably it's mm. the, the episode is called Broken Mirror. Oh I think. wait, maybe. Killy would be dead now mm-hmm. because they went to the future. True. So but what if what if she went to the future in the mirror mm-hmm. universe? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, also, didn't they? If he, if he does that, I'm gonna call him. And <laughs> but also, that was the whole um, thing how they got um, Georgia to leave. They said like these um, the space between their two universes has right, become too right, right, right. Yeah, so too, like, like um, so Georgiou couldn't uh, so e- evil mirror Georgiou couldn't be sustained mm-hmm. in the prime universe anymore. Sure, she had sure. to she had to return to the past or something. Yeah, yeah. Which is I guess how they were going to do the the section 13, 31 yeah. movie or whatever. I don't know. Anyway, so this uh, this episode of Enterprise uh, Cogenitor uh, Cogenitals Cogenitals <laughs> <laughs> uh, Season Two Episode Twenty Two uh, was written by Rick Berman and Brandon Braga and directed by none other than LeVar Burton. Oh yeah, yeah Jordan, I saw that. Yeah. himself, yeah, 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 good for that. Yeah, good for him. I mean, it's well directed. Yeah, yeah, he, 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 like he. he it did, it, he it tells a, lot a compelling of, so. story. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll get to it. So, yeah. we open on the NX01 flying near a hypergiant star that's going to supernova in a couple hundred years. Depol says she still might be alive to see it because Vulcans live real old, mm-hmm. but it appears there's a ship that's already closer to the star. They put the ship on screen and it's not recognized. They hail them and they say they're from a solar system called Visia. Their captain offers free technology to scan the star. Archer is grateful and invites the captain aboard for dinner. Mm-hmm. We get opening credits at two minutes and 30 seconds here. Yeah, pretty, it goes pretty quick. Yeah, it goes pretty quick. It just sets up the episode. Nothing nothing fancy. Mm-hmm. Not a whole lot of jokes or like yeah. anything. It's, you know, p- yeah. pretty bare bones, which is fine. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's all you need. You know, you want to get through it real quick, go to the credits, get the first commercial out of the way so you could really start telling a story. Yes. So, um, we return uh, with the Visa captain, and he's on the NX-01, and telling Archer about their advanced technologies. And it's the Babylon 5 guy. It is the Babylon 5 guy. (laughs) Archer agrees to join him on a mission. Over in the bar, Trip is showing Visian women to maraschino cherries when Reed comes up and sits down. And he, like, they're, all these Visian women are, like, horny. They it's are. pretty cool. <laughs> like the only one for Malcolm. <laughs> well, the, the thing, yeah, that's the thing. Like that's the thing. Yeah, yeah. They're but but they're they're horny for Trip first, but then yeah. Malcolm comes over. They're horny for him. Uh, fucking Trip goes over to another lady who's horny for her husband. Wants to have a fucking baby put in her. She does. Like everyone is horny in this episode. Everybody is. This horny. is a pretty horny. Like the motivations for most of the people, except for like Archer in this episode are kind of horny. Yeah, and I, I don't, think and I think imagine how horny it would have been if it was directed by Andrew Robinson though. Oh my god. <laughs> like it would have been Oh my like, god. Like I feel like LeVar Burton he's he's pretty restrained. Yeah. Like uh 
but yeah, he's... You know, a lot of fucking cast members from Star Trek put in horny-ass episodes, though. You know who, uh, you know who directed uh, Fascination? The one with the, like, the Bajoran scrolls where fucking Luxwana comes to oh, DS9 yeah, yeah, yeah. and, like, makes everyone super horny? Yeah. That's a good episode. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. Uh, you know who directed that? Mm. Avery motherfucking Rooks. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense, because, mm-hmm. yeah, it doesn't, like, um... Super horny episode. Yeah, that... Is, is is um Dax coming on to Cisco in that episode? I think so. That yeah. sounds right. Because I mean, they, they do sleep together. I think is weird. They sleep mm-hmm. together in the in the in the mirror episode. Yeah, I remember Jake's coming on to Kira. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, oh no, Quark is coming on to Dax. Oh, that's yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. Um, yeah. Everyone's so, horny. Hell yeah. Betazoid. Betazoid menopause. Hell yeah, we'd love to see it. I wish I had some of that. Make but everyone it's a, horny but it's a, it is also funny, yeah. They're they're all horny for Malcolm, mm-hmm. and it, and it's sad because like I don't know, like like Travis, <laughs> he doesn't get no one's horny for Travis. He's, the, he just, he's just a pilot, brother. He just spends the entire time on the uh, like you don't even see him in this episode. No, the, you he, I, yeah, I don't think you see him, but he someone says like the captain says Travis take us out or something. He, yeah, he may just be seen very briefly, mm-hmm. but he is basically non-existent in this episode. Yeah. I mean, it is a trip episode, yeah. but it just it's just funny. Like I mean, the, the, the B story as yeah, Malcolm but they, seducing I don't know. a woman. I think this is almost their attempt to Rikerfy trip. Mm, yeah, doesn't quite do it. Yeah, he does have kind of he he does kind of have like those moments with um because he because he does have he has that one the, that moment with the, like the you know when he gets pregnant. Yeah. No. <laughs> so he, he is he, he does get, it, they do he like, is a so he's like a social justice Chad. Yeah, and they do, and they love putting like the the uh, Florida old boy and. In mm-hmm. weird alien situations. Oh yeah, which I do th- like. I do like. That's one thing I do like about Enterprise. They do like to play up the alien weirdness a lot, mm-hmm. like the unconventional alien lifestyles and stuff. Like they don't do that too much in like TNG or something. Everyone no, seems, th- everyone I mean, seems pretty similar. En- Enterprise is a lot hornier. Enterprise, it is a lot hornier. I, I think that's Rick Berman's. Yeah, it's Rick Berman's <laughs> baby, and so it's fucking horny as fuck. Oh yeah. Um. So, uh, when uh, we return to. Uh, the Vissian captain's talking to Archer on the NX-01 about their advanced technologies, and Archer agrees to join them on a mission. Over in the bar, um, Trip is showing Vissian women the maraschino cherries uh, when Reed comes up and sits down. Trip goes to talk to their engineer, and they talk. He introduces himself to a Vissian, but they don't speak since they are a cogenitor, mm-hmm. um, which is something like a surrogate like or someone like this. they provide an enzyme they provide an enzyme that's required to have a baby which is weird you think with how i mean it could it seems like it is just a like cultural practice because i feel like mm-hmm. being such a advanced i mean mm-hmm. it is funny that they are so highly that's such a highly advanced society yeah they do have like this very like antiquated view on just like this third sex that exists in their society yeah and it seems like okay you can't use your technology to possibly replicate this enzyme we'll we'll get into it yeah 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 we should maybe yeah provide some context yeah provide more context (laughs) for this um so the engineer uh the vician engineer recommends an inoculation against omicron radiation Mm -hmm. omicron per eight. yeah there uh thereby presaging the covid vaccine for yeah. omicron remember oh, yeah. yeah yeah this is like 20 years before that baby oh shit hell yeah uh so trip goes and gets a vaccine uh 
from flocks but he gets the flocks pox and shakes uncontrollably and puts the video on twitter to prove how unsafe the vaccine yeah. is yeah he's like my, my my dad was a was a chiropractor in florida so he knows what he's doing <laughs> he knows all about how vaccines are the devil <laughs> So uh, Trip gets the shot, and Fox tells him the congenitor is a third gender in the Vissian society. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trip struggles with pronoun, pronouns, and he's like, I, I barely get this man and woman thing. What do I call it? It? Yeah. <laughs> Based, yeah. And, and that's the thing is they do call them it a lot in this episode, mm. which is kind of weird. Because they don't, like, request that. It's just, like, what they do in their society is they, they call the congenitor it. I mean, this, I mean this, this episode was def, was made before it was, like, there were... A, they, it was them. widely known, yeah, that yeah, they, yeah. them is, like, the proper... Yeah, like, Berman and, and Bran are probably sitting and, like, what what do we call them? It? Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't, which, he, she, it, I don't know. Which is strange that, you know, it, like... That the Vissian society themselves don't have a pronoun for this, right? For uh, for for they, their they, progenitors, right? But I mean, it, I mean, it, it may make sense because yeah. they do treat them almost pet-like. Yeah, like pets, but right, right. But it just seems like you know you would you you do have to refer mm-hmm. to the cogenitor with by something. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Fox tries to explain the mating rituals and how it requires the cogenitor, uh, but Trip doesn't really want to know. And he leaves, which is like I. He, so the cogenitor puts a finger in the male's butt. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> the cogenitor in our society is also known as the great finger. <laughs> the great finger, working all, both buttholes at once. All hail the great finger. <laughs> the great finger. Um, so. Because Vissian females also have a prostate. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hells yeah. Um, so, Flox, uh, yeah. So he, uh, Flox even says he has like diagrams. And I'm like, show him, show him, show him, show him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it is funny, like, like Trip is, he does act like actually interested in this mm-hmm. and, 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 and how it works. And then, like, when Flox is like, well, I have diagrams, he's like, oh, I don't want to see that. You so know, he's, it's, it's weird because he has like the sanctimony of Riker, but not his horniness. Yeah. And I really wish he had more horniness in here, honestly. That's true. I mean, oh. he is from Florida, so. Just a good Florida boy. Just a good Florida boy. So uh, the Vissian ship soars through a nebula, and uh, the captain quotes some, some Shakespeare because he read the entirety of his plays the day prior. It's so wild. Right? Uh, Archer is impressed, but the Vissian says some of his friends would be equally impressed at Macbeth. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it seems like maybe he should have some sort of, like, gender theory type, type stuff and be like, okay, maybe we're, maybe we're mistreating Have you ever heard of Matt Walsh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> other end, other end, other end. <laughs> yeah. I can see the Vissians, like, we, we, we've absorbed all your, your uh, Matt Walsh. <laughs> and we've decided to do away with the cogenitor for good. <laughs> all of them. We have a solution. Our final solution. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so, uh, with Trip, uh, he's with the Vissian engineer, and he asks about the congenitors, and it's made clear the congenitors make up about 3% of the population and are basically rented out to cis couples trying to have children. <laughs> Which is so wild. 
Yeah. I mean, yeah, they're basic. They're basically sex slaves. Basically, yeah. They're entirely sex slaves. <laughs> yeah. They're like government, like they're government issued, like prostate massagers or however it works. I mean, yeah. we don't we don't know how how I know because it didn't give enough time to flocks in this episode. <laughs> yeah. I wanted like three minutes of his giant tongue hanging out and him being like, so next they stick their finger in the second hole and it makes a cream like substance. Yeah. yeah, like it would have been nice if it if if suddenly like the entire like um shot of the of the of the show changes and it's just like flocks at a blackboard <laughs> and like actually teaching you it's like it's like more it's more like a sex fucking ed glenn style. beck style <laughs> yeah, just like a sex ed type thing he's in he, and he earnestly teaches us how it's done and we're like mm -hmm. oh okay so we learned something today but yeah we don't know how it come how it happens and it definitely doesn't seem it like consensual for the cogenitor it, no it, they it, are forced to do so the because it's their only function in society yeah and the thing too about the cogenitors is it's made clear that they are given no education yeah like other visians and other visians are like highly educated yes and uh cogenitors can't even read mm -hmm. and are not allowed to read kind of like kind of like slaves kind of like slaves kind of like, kinda like slaves but with sex involved yeah what do you call one of them <laughs> I do like I do like the way that they introduce the Vissians because mm. they don't seem like an outwardly you know typically when um in, when a species is is evil they typically are outwardly them, hostile outwardly hostile uh, and out, also outwardly evil they seem right, sinister right, right. and they, they they try to make these people seem as benign they they're almost like fucking like Germans now yeah <laughs> just uh, like just like they're more like the leader hose they're leader hosen uh, right, uh, right, right. Germans not like the Nazi Germans like it's like oh come and have a have, 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 have some lager <laughs> just, don't ask about our history <laughs> don't ask about the history come, come have sausage highly fragrant sausage <laughs> come have come have nice German beer and then like no they're actually like yeah you they're they're putting on the Nazi uniform when they go behind scenes, but, <laughs> but I do like that where it just it it, it, it does make you help it does help force you to kind of like, you know, are these people evil? I mean, mm. do our like should we be commenting on their right, right. cultural actually, practices? I think this episode is like uh, we should give credit to the writers and especially the director yeah. for for like making the Vissians seem so nice. Yes, yes. Like the way it's shot, the way they're portrayed, everything. Yeah, they seem they're like, oh, so they're nice. just nor they're just normal guys. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> um so Tripp says he's trying to keep an open mind about Vissian society, but he obviously has some reservations. Yeah. Uh so over with Archer, he says he's going to spend three days with the Vissian captain, and Tapol says that's a long time to spend with a stranger in such a small ship. I do like how worried um, to pull comes off in this. Uh, she's scene. like, whoa, whoa, wait, that's too long. <laughs> no, no, whoa, whoa, wait, that's my bussy. He, yeah. can't, he can't have your bussy, yeah. daddy. He can't have your daddy bussy. <laughs> she does seem like yeah, she's like gen going to genuinely miss Archer, which is kind of fun. But, it is cute, and but yeah, because like she's basically in charge while he's gone. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's supposed to be her and Trip, but yeah, Trip's fucking around. No, oh, yeah, Trip, Trip's trying to get his horn on. Yeah, trips. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, it is funny how like Trip has no tact in this mm -hmm. kind of, in this episode, where it, like the <laughs> he often doesn't like. If, yeah, he's if very. If we ever have an episode where like someone's a fuck up, yeah, it's 
always trip. <laughs> it's always trip. Like someone who like creates a situation that doesn't need to happen, it's usually trip. Yeah, it's why like this. The guy's like, I've noticed you've only discovered ninety-two naturally occurring elements in your society. Mm-hmm. We have two hundred. Two hundred. Well, well, well. Now what the devil? What that dang old congenitor do when y'all <laughs> in the bedroom? It's just like he's given like information that he would genuinely find interesting, and he's just like, but then he's just like ham-fistedly turns. The I just, I, yeah. They're, <laughs> now, they're like, now I'm just an old country boy from Florida. <laughs> right, right. Well, what's a third person do in the bedroom for you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy's like, uh, they like, provide they provide an enzyme. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Which I want to know how that enzyme's getting getting transferred. Oh yeah, <laughs> I think so. I think the congenitor is the one with with a penis, but it has two penises. Mm. So it, it basically connects the 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 presumable man and woman in the society okay. because oh, men so and it, women so both have like, penises with a female and and male um, outlet. Right, <laughs> so right, it's right. Like, it's, it's, like, it's like a guitar chord. Okay. It's a guitar. Yeah, no, yeah. It's like a guitar chord. You know. Got you. In okay, so it connects to. Right, them. right. And the man is obviously the guitar, and the woman is the amp. Ah, uh, got you. Right, got you. and so you plug in, you know, with the guitar chord, and it mm-hmm. lets the sound go into the amp. Oh. Right, right. Yeah, kind of the same idea. But yeah, that, that's what the point I was also getting to is this: like, if, if, they, uh, if all they provide is the crucial enzyme. Uh, by the way, uh, mm-hmm. look out for my um, upcoming book: "Men Are Guitars, Women Are Ass." <laughs> <laughs> You're just going to be on the back of the cover with your with your arms crossed, like yeah, with, really holding a guitar, holding a guitar, yeah. <laughs> and an amp, and an amp, <laughs> and my dicks out, <laughs> and the dicks out, and the dicks out, baby. <laughs> Always have to dig out on the book cover, baby. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, it's like, but you think, like, that they're so advanced they could replicate this enzyme so you don't have to use a person? Mm-hmm. Unless it's un- unreplicatable, but it just seems like it's just part of their culture. It's just like a cultural practice at this point where it's just, like, they're not actually necessary. They just, but they're still, like, enslaved these But they people. need an underclass in their society. Yeah, they need Because un- there's, yeah. like, 3% excess labor in, for utopia where there's yeah. full employment. <laughs> they can't have that. <laughs> yeah. The same reason we have prisons in America. Yep, yep. yep. Well, what are we going to do? Are we going to just let them enter the workforce, or are we going to make them sex slaves? Are, yeah. are we going to pay them to yeah. fucking, like, just exist, or are we going to pay three times as much to house them mm-hmm. in a private facility that's manned 24 hours. Yeah. Gee, what to, what to gee, do? wonder what a better use of money is. Yeah. And a fucking UBI? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no, definitely overfunded prisons. Yeah, and here it just seems like they just live temporarily with whatever family they they go to at the moment. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, yeah, they're just constantly transient. And yeah, they're, and they're probably living like a government housing between mm-hmm. them. I yeah. mean, you know, in any utopian society, yeah. you are going to have government-provided housing for everybody. It, and it does raise the question of, like, what they do when they're too old to provide the enzyme. It's just like, are they allowed to die with dignity? No. Because it's, it's, it's like... Well, we're going to take you to the farm today, girl. <laughs> yeah. Boy, was it... Processed, <laughs> processed into food. Because, yeah. yeah, it's just like... Because, yeah, I mean, we see that these people, they seem so benevolent and benign on the surface. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it does seem like there's, like, the yeah, the, the whole undercurrent of violence that exists just mm-hmm. to keep these people enslaved. And, and, and enslaved just because, like, just by stripping them of any sort of, like, rights or, or personhood because, like... 
they're in a prison, but it, like one that they can escape, but they can't. Right. <laughs> like have nowhere to go. Yeah. Which yeah. you know, that's like a prison of poverty. We yeah. Have here. Yeah. Uh, so um, before he leaves, Archer puts Depol in charge of selecting movies for the Vissians. So she chooses Salo in a Serbian film. <laughs> We're gonna show them how they fucking man <laughs> on Earth with teenagers, <laughs> with teenagers, uh, and cutting their head off. <laughs> so Tapol talks to Tucker, who misgenders the congenitor immediately and complains about how they're treated. Yeah, like they like in both this and the Outcast, they they're always like default to female. Yeah, it's it's super strange, yeah. and it's it's another missed opportunity. Because they used, I believe, a female actor mm-hmm. uh, for this this role. Yeah, and pretty positive. Yeah, they they could have gone the other way and made it more interesting, especially if there was a love interest. Yeah, if, if fucking Rick Berman wanted to make up for fucking, you know, the outcast and like how that didn't go far enough, he mm-hmm. should have here like used a man, made it a love interest to a presumably straight male to character, Tucker. to Tucker or anybody. Yeah, I, but I, Tucker. Yeah, I think what it, Tucker's it, what, a twink. Like he needs a daddy. <laughs> he needs a daddy. Tucker needs a daddy. He needs to be Dom, Daddy Dom. Yeah, like you just like whisper the right thing in Tucker's ear, and he wants it. Have you seen Saltburn yet? I have not seen Saltburn. Oh, you got to watch Saltburn. It's got a bo- uh, power bottoming scene. It got oh, me extremely yeah. hard when I watched it. Oh, apparently, uh, uh, <laughs> the the cogenitor was in Brightburn. Which I saw, which okay. I wasn't that big of a fan of. Okay, yeah. So I just looked them up. Yeah, it is yeah. a cisgendered woman. Fair, fair. So, um, Tucker says that the the congenitor issue is a matter of human rights, and Topol reminds him that they're not even human. Whoa! Oh, <laughs> got him! Got him! Uh oh! Fucking uh, fucking logic bomb there! Fucking yeah! Fucking wrecked. <laughs> uh, actually, <laughs> yeah. I could see Vulcans being like you know, wrecked with facts and logic. Yeah, being being huge Ben Shapiro nerds. <laughs> <laughs> but just like and just just do like Ben Shapiro does, and just do like actually is on just like turns of phrases and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you know, actually, it's not all you can eat. <laughs> you know, shit like that. <laughs> They run out of food eventually. <laughs> they run out of food, or you eat too much, and then you have to pay again. So it's not all you can eat. So that presumes for the far eternity. Uh, yeah, it's not all you can eat. If you overstuff yourself and start vomiting all over the table, table they ask you to leave. <laughs> Unlimited uh, breadsticks. <laughs> oh, okay. What? Uh, what is this? Some sort of like temporal temporal paradox here, where we just have unlimited breadsticks? <laughs> it's like shut the fuck up to pull. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> just just enjoy your goddamn olive garden to pull. Yeah. You got two meals for the price of one. Chef worked on this salad and breadsticks all fucking day. <laughs> um so over with flocks, Trip is once again concerned about the congenitor. Trip wants to take neural scans to see if the congenitors are as capable as their counterparts, which is also, this is a little ableist here. Yeah, that's it's it's like okay, 
like oh if if there's if they're if the cogenitor is as smart as the other people in society then they're allowed to have human rights right 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 it's, it's, <laughs> and that's the thing is like it's like, like oh we can't just treat this treat this treat them good no, treat they're, them with they're rights obviously no yeah like a humanoid species like with like some kind of agency mm-hmm. and we assume sentience yeah which is i think all that should be required to yeah. you know at least respect a life yeah and not enslave it yeah oh man i'm talking like a vegan now <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're, you're, that, you're that half yeah you're the vegan half that would be funny if he does the thing and then like oh oh the congenitor is actually dumber than the male and the female Guess this. Guess this. Is where this episode ends, <laughs> and, and Trip just gives up. It's like, oh, <laughs> so I can fuck it. <laughs> I can be fucking that cogenitor. Um, so what kind of cogenitals you got, cogenitor? <laughs> <laughs> so over with Reed, he's showing a Visian babe some cheese, since it's the most aromatic of human foods. Yeah, this is a very sexy scene. Yeah, eating cheese. It is sexy. <laughs> eating stinky but, cheese. But she's lactose intolerant and immediately shits all over the chair. And Malcolm's just like, your bedroom or mine? <laughs> mine. <laughs> um, yeah, it's like, ooh, feeding her stinky cheese by mouth. This is so hot. Yeah, uh, so she feeds Reed some Stilton, and he finds it spicy. <laughs> Because he's a baby, yeah, and he's got well, a he's, British palate. He's, he's, he's British. British. Yeah, he's British. You're like, oh, I, is this chicken grilled? It's very spicy. Isn't Stilton a, a British cheese though, or am I wrong? I think it's British. Yeah. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah, All cheese cares. is British. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she finds the food erotic, and uh, Reed gets the craziest boner. Yeah. Like he is <laughs> out of control. Well, if you're looking for some stinky cheese, <laughs> he peels back his foreskin. <laughs> <laughs> no. She's like, that's not very aromatic. <laughs> sorry for that joke, everyone. I'm very sorry. <laughs> I'm very sorry. <laughs> so, um, the Vissian asks to see his armory so she can observe his tactical array if you know what i mean <laughs> um imagine if she brought the cogenitor with her <laughs> she's just like all right we making this baby or what <laughs> <laughs> i don't need i don't need you in my life i'm a strong independent woman i just want a baby <laughs> i just want a baby that's pretty awesome though i guess that that presumes without the cogenitor they can just have sex without without worrying about pregnancy so they can just have unprotected sex that's pretty cool. That's very cool. <laughs> um, I mean, unless there's like diseases. Also, how does that work within their society? Is that is there ever since they constantly reuse like the cogenitors between multiple families? Is there ever a a, a, a problem with incest? No, because everyone's gay. Oh, got you. Got everyone's you. gay. Everyone until gay. they want to have a baby, and then oh. they're like, oh, well, still, I mean, that's gonna that's presume that means they could presumably have. Like an incest baby, if what? if they could, because like the the cogenitor is providing some DNA in the situation, right, right. But so like there is like a lot of people that are related, then because they're, con- sure. they're sharing the cogenitor. But like they're gay, and like fucking your dad isn't gay. Oh, got you, got you, got you. <laughs> so, <laughs> so what is the cogenitor in this situation? Does it have like a mom or dad type title? Is there a third like? No, no, they're the cogenitor. Okay. 
But I mean, they're yeah, they're they're not a mom or dad because they don't get to take care of the kid or anything. Yeah, they have no rights. They yeah. have no they have, they no, have no parental rights. rights, and so yeah. I don't think yeah, they do get a title at all. Mm. They're just they're just like they're a fucking like cum sock. Yeah, I because I do. I was wondering. I was like, okay, so like, they, like <laughs> it'd be amazing if congenitors were just like six <laughs> percent of females, but but they're just like, yeah, our men can only come when we have a threesome. So yeah, it's like like <laughs> has to transfer from the congenitor's mouth into the. <laughs> We, uh, uh, our mating works on a system of reverse filching. <laughs> you have heard of filching, haven't you, Captain Archer? Uh, Here, so, let's demonstrate. So, after asking to see his tactical array, uh, Reed says... I'll show you mine if you show me yours. And she doesn't get this reference. No, why would she? That's a that's a human phrase. <laughs> right, but but they have the the fucking universal translator. Yeah. This is some Darmok and Jalad shit, right? Yeah, here. it is, yeah. Wow. And she and yeah, he says that and she's like, What what does that mean? Do you mean our tactical arrays or do you mean our, your penis? Yeah, are we seeing Because some, I have a bigger penis trust. Are we me. seeing some genitals here or what's going on? <laughs> Um, so over with Archer, him and the Vissian captain are talking about them visiting Earth, mm -hmm. and they're just buddying up. It's it's they have a lot of like mini scenes of them. It's, yeah, it's the B plot of this definitely. Yeah, but it's a cute little B plot. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, yeah. It's, it is funny how they do become best friends. They're ca Captain Best Friends, and they come mm -hmm. back, and everything's, like, fucked up. Yeah, and then they can't be friends anymore, <laughs> yeah. and they're like, fuck, we had plans! Damn it! We were <laughs> supposed to go fishing! <laughs> we were supposed to go felching! <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the Vissian captain tells me it's a lot like felching, <laughs> like, a lot like fishing. I spent three days on a closed capsule with that man. <laughs> you learn things about each other, your bodies, <laughs> your genitals. What you can suck through a straw. <laughs> and baby, with enough effort, anything. Anything. Anything goes. <laughs> um, so over with Trip, the engineer shows him some engineering and impresses him, but he's yeah. got other things on his mind. Yeah. Uh, Trip says they have limited quarters on Enterprise, and he'd like to see their quarters, so he's invited to dinner. Mm-hmm. He obviously has a little ulterior motive here. Yeah. I, also, I like how weird he asks everything because it's mm. obviously like he does have ulterior motives. Mm -hmm. But every, but the Vissians are so trusting and nice. They're <laughs> like, well, of course, come have dinner with us. Yeah. It's, he's Trip Tucker's like, yeah, I wanted to come over to case your place and rob your, I mean, uh, <laughs> um, to see your quarters because mine are small. And yeah. they're like, oh, of course, come have dinner with us. Yes, of course. We're so trusting. Mm. Except you don't trust those damn cogenitors. <laughs> <laughs> They're like dogs mixed with snakes. <laughs> <laughs> they just got that damn precious enzyme. <laughs> Otherwise, we'd get rid of all of them. A dog with mixed with a snake mixed with a double-headed dildo. <laughs> I can't stand them. I can't stand them. I wish they didn't find so damn sexy. <laughs> I wish I could come without one. <laughs> um. So, at dinner, they're having like... <laughs> Breakfast sandwiches covered in arugula with a slice of lox. 
And Trip is like, wow, this is real aromatic. I've never tasted lettuce spinach that tastes like pepper before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so uh, Trip asks about the congenitor, and they show him the congenitor. He does neural scans, and the congenitors are basically the same as the cis visions. Okay, so they're allowed to have rights as a normal yep, person. Yep, they are. They're not um, special needs. Yeah. <laughs> What if what if it what if like, yeah, what if they found out that it was just like a Forrest Gump situation and like yeah. the congenitors were just like, you know, mentally handicapped a little bit? Mm-hmm. Would they still would tri- trip still be like well, this? They I I I I, I got to see what they're doing. <laughs> like never mind, continue as you were. <laughs> <laughs> well, in that case, I would like to have sex with one of them. Now I wonder if I got I could rent the congenitor between the hours of five and six thirty. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any what you call them motels on your ship? Slights <laughs> yeah. a cigarette. And, all right, when that cigarette goes out. <laughs> uh, so, over with Archer, he pilots the Vissian ship into a star and they fly in close to observe. With Trip, he learns some more engineering and asks to check out the mess hall. And this guy is like, basically, he's like, would you like to know the secrets of the universe? Yeah. And Trip is like, ah, I want to see what <laughs> your your mess hall looks like. I want to see what your chow is like. Yeah, it does. It does go a lot against like um, uh, Trip's usual the way Trip usually is. Yeah, he's usually kind of like intellectually curious. Yeah, he's oh, and especially with anything related to engineering. Yeah, he's no, he's a fucking nerd. Like all yeah. of the main engineers on all of the Star Treks yeah. are all fucking nerds. They, yeah, like to the to a fault, mm-hmm. and and he usually is. And it's so funny that he that that this episode does have this 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 engineer who's this uh, alien engineer who's just like. Whatever you want to know, I'll tell you. I'll tell you how to build whatever you want. <laughs> He's more interested in the cogenitor, which, you know, it's, I mean, it makes sense why they had to take Archer off of the ship, you know, mm-hmm. make him un- unreachable because he'd probably be like, Trip, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, no, he would have been daddy captain. <laughs> he would have been daddy captain. And would have been like, boy, I'm disappointed in you. <laughs> you come back here now. <laughs> yeah. But it is, yeah, it is funny just watch him just be like, no, I'd rather go play with the cogenitor right now. Mm-hmm. See their cogenitor. <laughs> um, so Trip has to go to the mess hall, but instead he goes to visit the cogenitor. Mm-hmm. Trip has brought them a pad that will teach them how to read. Mm-hmm. Uh, they protest that it's not right for them to read, and Tucker explains how they have the same rights as a cis vision, mm-hmm. and they disagree. Uh, Tucker tells them they have the same potential as other Vissians, and there's nothing to be afraid of. So, the congenitor continues to read and keeps learning, and they smile Mm. because it's a choose-your-own-adventure book. (laughs) And they've never they've never done that before. It's fun. It's super fun. Uh, Over with Archer, he's funny if it's highlights or something. (laughs) <laughs> like oh hell's yes it's just a mcdonald's picture menu yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hamburger hamburger oh now you don't got yourself trapped in the maze again <laughs> <laughs> ronald mcdonald over <laughs> over with archer no hamburger is a word in the word search i'm sorry <laughs> i know no, he that's an that's an american word <laughs> i don't know how to spell it either i don't know how to spell it either <laughs> And I, I eat hamburgers. <laughs> so, 
uh, over with Archer, he's still piloting and brings the ship onto the surface of a star. Back with Reed, he's showing the hot Vizian their weapons array. And I thought this was going to go a completely different way, and I thought mm -hmm. she was going to, like, use it to attack them or something. But instead, yeah. she calls him quaint and charming. Yeah. He uh, shows... They're, they're benevolent Nazis. <laughs> a little bit. Uh, he shows her the phase cannon assembly, and she says she wants to spend some intimate time with him and maybe sleep with him tonight. Oh, hell yeah. She explains that on Vicia, women are kind of the aggressors, mm. and they only sleep with men they desire to sleep with. Mm. Which is, this is also cool. like a lot of also this is like a lot of Rick Berman stuff. Yeah, like especially you know the matriarchal planet. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> like yeah. On oh yeah. He's like yeah yeah, and they sometimes in this planet they uh, wear high heels and step on the men's balls. <laughs> should we put on the should we put on the script? And Brandon Bragg is like, Rick, are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> I also gotta see like Rick Berman almost also being like an R. Crumb type character. He's just like loves really dominant no, large women. No, he's not an R. Crumb type character because R. Crumb had an enormous penis. Oh, did by he? all accounts. Oh know? yeah. Okay, apparently he had an enormous ding dong. Hell Have you yeah. seen Crumb? I no. think they talk about it in Crumb. It's a good no. movie. You should Is it? Check out Crumb. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's a good movie. Yeah, a good documentary. Mm -hmm. And they talk about his giant ass dick in that. Yeah, yeah. Several, yeah. several women are like, he had the biggest penis ever. <laughs> I'm like, that little feller, good for him. Good, good for, him. for him. Yeah, that's why he was so thin because, like, it's kind of like he. It all was the like, blood had to go to that yeah. big old <laughs> ding dong dong. It was, like a, it was like a parasite on him. It was taking all his, <laughs> his life. Force. It's like a giant leech for <laughs> yeah. a penis. <laughs> I grow weaker and the dick grows stronger. <laughs> We share the power, but not the twixt of us can have it. <laughs> so, um, over with Trip, the congenitor has learned to read, uh, but they say that the others won't allow them the freedom that Trip speaks of. He goes back to work, and the congenitor says that they want to be named Trip just like him. Aww. He says his name is actually Charles, and so they choose that name, and Trip is flattered. I actually didn't know his first name was Charles. Yeah. <laughs> they always just call him Trip or Tucker. Yeah. And so I actually didn't know that. Yeah. So, fun to know. Over with Archer. They're still studying the star when they start to fall into it, or rather a giant, mm -hmm. like, wave of stars starts coming at them. I would have liked it if the cogenitor did to call themselves Trip Jr. That would have been sick as fuck. Well, if I can't be Trip, I'll be Trip Jr. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. how, about, how about Tripper, Skipper? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> I like, uh, I'm going to... <laughs> I'm going to name myself after the first book I read that you gave me. I would like to go by Matt Walsh. <laughs> I want to go by Adolf Hitler. <laughs> it's like, yeah, just uh, press the pad. It'll teach you how to read. Uh, first word, mine. Mine. <laughs> mine come. Um... It's like, well, I, I am struggling, so maybe this will be relatable to what I'm going through. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yeah, my 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 struggle would have been better if it was about like his struggle with gender. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. The world would be a better place. It would be a better place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
Um, so trips flatter that uh, they want to be named Charles. Mm-hmm. So, um, oh yeah, that's right. We were going through the cosmic wave right now. Yes. Uh, so with Archer, they're going through a cosmic wave and uh, Archer decides to dive straight into the wave instead of avoiding it. And mm-hmm. the Vissian captain's like, where the fuck did you learn that? <laughs> and he's like, a wahoo body surfing. <laughs> if you can't get over a wave, you gotta go through it. Mm-hmm. And then he hands the controls back to the captain. This was a really fun scene. I yeah. really liked the payoff here. The B plot here was like near perfect yes. for a Star Trek episode. I really liked the the energy between these two actors is mm-hmm. really good throughout the yeah. episode. Um, it's a cute little gay exploration, three day gay exploration. Yeah, we don't. Him and the Vissian captain. I mean, we didn't get to spend a lot of time with them, so we can only uh, presume that they so, explored each other's bodies. Right, right. And we don't know that, like, before this episode, uh, mm. the way that they actually found the Vissian ship in the first place was uh, fucking, uh, they found each other on Grinder, mm. on Space Grinder. And uh, actually, one thing that ships can do is they can fly so, so close that they touch. And then just like random glory holes just open up between right, right, ships. Right, right, Like Archer saw the Vissian captain. And it was like captain for captain, and he's mm-hmm. like, "Oh yeah, ding 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 ding." <laughs> um, yeah. So. Oh, you don't have the grinders. Uh, I sound. still don't. I still don't. Man. It's okay. I'll get it eventually. Never. Um, Never. Uh, yeah, just because it's like uh, you know traumatizing for reasons. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so. Um, with Trip, he's showing Charles the ship and its technology, and uh, they see the transporter and engineering. He shows them the engine, and Charles is astounded by it. Uh, Trip asks if they've ever seen a movie, and they haven't, so uh, Trip takes them to go watch The Day the Earth Stood Still mm-hmm. and then play Go afterwards, which is the most boring date <laughs> of all time. This is yeah. a Criterion Collection ass date. Well, it's because this is a no pussy date. He's in zero he's a, pussy date. He's a Florida boy. He's in he's in he's in space, so he can't go mudding. Mm-hmm. He he can't go mudding. He can't you know he can go drinking and fucking. He, he can't light off fireworks. He can he can go drinking and fucking. He can't be lighting off you know Florida Roman boys can- drinking fuck. He can't light off Roman candle fireworks by the uh, by the warp core. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's why he's just like, man, what do people do on spaceships? Uh, I'm a, watch movies? Play uh, play Go? <laughs> I'm a try to have sex. Hey, you there. <laughs> hey, you there with the... Sue-wee! <laughs> hey, you there with a highly political sexual situation. <laughs> you want to do some sex? Do some freaky alien sex? Why the hell not? Yeah. You know, Archer walked so Riker could fly, really. He really did. Yeah, really. Yeah, he was getting he was getting pregnant by aliens way before anyone else. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, uh, with Trip, he's showing Charles the ship. Um, they go see a movie and play Go, and then she beat. Sorry, they beat him at Go, but then they start referring to them as she, yes. like all the time. So I don't yeah. know if they chose a gender. They, they, there's no ch- scene of them choosing a gender, only a name, which is Charles. No, not not like. But then um, they just start. Not like Soren or Lol. Right, got exactly. To, you got to choose a gender. Exactly. Yeah. So this is a little weird, and I think it like deflates a lot of things in here that they just start gendering her. Yeah, and yeah, and like sorry, I I I just gendered them. Yeah, Because <laughs> yeah. they kept on gendering them. Yeah, like um, yeah, after like, um, Trip and the cogenitor 
develop mm-hmm. this sort of relationship. At no point does Trip go like, "Well, what is the pronoun that you would use?" Right. Because like I'm guessing like the co- like I, that's what they like the cogenitor should have had like its own special pronoun. Right. Like, but but we never find out or and yeah, it's just like it does these aliens even though even though they've progressed like thousands of years ahead of us mm-hmm. they still and with this with the cogen with these cogenitors their entire existence they still have never still have that that gender binary here's and the, so here's and the, the thing. cogenitors it, it are never seems included. like humans do as well though yeah it seems like humans are still very attached to gender because yeah. like trip who was born in florida of course he got a florida education so he yeah. probably doesn't know about <laughs> about transgendered they, people they taught him but, about warp cores but not yeah else. yeah exactly they weren't mm-hmm. like yeah tr- by the way trans people exist mm-hmm. like what trans people aren't going to exist in the future yeah oh mm. i guess not well at least not in like the year 2000 <laughs> according to rick berman in the year 2000. <laughs> Yeah, according to Rick Berman, trans people don't exist at this point in time. Thanks, Rick Berman. Yeah. Thanks, Rick Berman. Thanks, Rick Berman. So um, Charles asks Trip about the movie, and he tries to explain it to them. Charles uh, creams Trip at Go, and Trip takes them back to their quarters because he's so mad that he lost Go. Yeah. Uh, Honestly, they should have. They should have. I mean, I, it is nice that they have like a platonic like friend. He's like Trip's interest in the cogenitor wasn't sexual. Yeah, yeah, and that's fine. Yeah, it's fine. But, but someone should have wanted to fuck it. Yeah, <laughs> I want to fuck it. I want to fuck the cogenitor. That's all I'm saying. I want those cogenitals. Yeah, give them to me. Give me, to me. I don't care what they look like. I'll gargle them in my mouth. But it makes sense. Also, it's like I guess it is a touchy subject to be sent because you know the cogenitors are sex slaves. So it's nice mm-hmm. to that it is. Um interacted with a non-sexual way and it is allowed fair, fair. it is allowed to pursue its interests outside of mm-hmm. just sex true true yeah so back on the nx01 to gives trip the business about not being where he said he would be on the Vissian ship and tells him he's no longer welcome on the Vissian ship <laughs> which is is crazy because he comes up with the like the loosest lies you've ever heard mm-hmm. like oh, i'm gonna go check out the uh, i'm a little bit i'm a little bit peckish i'm gonna go check out the mess hall and it's just like you you were gone for six hours. <laughs> it's, just like, it's like at that point, like the computer said you were in our quarters for four <laughs> and a half hours of those six hours. Yeah, uh, yeah, I was uh, <laughs> masturbating. Yeah. He's lucky that they only can like were convinced that he was just hanging out with a cogenitor and not like doing some sort of espionage yeah true. because because not because he is like ruining the relationship with the Vissians by interf- interfering in their cultural practices mm-hmm. but i mean like fucking off for hours on on on, a, on their own ship mm-hmm. is alone suspicious anyway yeah. <laughs> like he could just be like they're like you know uh we don't trust humans they seem very evil yeah and i'm, I'm surprised the Vissians are as trusting of humans as they are because humans are not great all their all their distrust is saved for the cogenitors. <laughs> yeah, true, true. Um, <clears throat> so Trip keeps on misgendering Charles as her. Yeah, I think misgendering. I don't know because there's no scene where like Charles is like, "I want to be called her." No, there isn't. It's just implied, and I don't like that it's just implied. Yeah, just like there's a faint hint of boobs, so it's just right, like so right. so. Uh, Trip is just like, "It's a girl, mm-hmm. <laughs> got those titties," and mm-hmm. but then it's just like, actually, and 
Gojender takes their shirt off and there's just two dicks. He's <laughs> 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 like, well, I stand corrected. It looks like you got two hot dogs on your chip. <laughs> <laughs> looks like it's time for a hot dog party. <laughs> well, I got the buns. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go too hard or you'll make ketchup. <laughs> oh, mustard. I only I only take mayonnaise in my <laughs> um, So Tapol says that Trip may have damaged the first contract with the Vissians and Trip is incredulous. Later Trip is working on some stuff when the congenitor comes and says they found out uh and won't help them. Uh sorry. Yeah, they found out and won't help them at all, and they want to stay on the Enterprise. So the Vissians found out about the whole affair, mm-hmm. and uh, that they learned to read and all that shit, and they are fucking pissed. They are pissed. And so they're, they're trying to claim asylum. Mm-hmm. So Archer and the Vissian captain return, and immediately uh, Depol is like, hey, there's been an incident. And he's mm-hmm. like, oh, fuck! <laughs> I was going to have some more gay sex! I was just trying the- to... I was just trying to bro out with this guy on a very small ship, and mm. now I gotta come back and deal with this bullshit. So Archer returns and immediately misgenders Charles. Uh, he's pissed at Trip and dresses him down. Trip says he didn't think it would hurt, and Archer says he didn't think hard enough. Ooh. Yeah. This is a great, like, Captain Daddy moment from Archer and quintessential, like, Daddy Captaining, although it's, like, not something I necessarily agree with. Yeah, but it's like it's a. I can see it being like a subject that you're not going to fix overnight, right? And so there should have like I think like I think you know Ar- Archer you know says he doesn't agree with the situation, but it's just like there were probably more diplomatic ways of like tr- interfering with these because like no matter what you know one thing about I mean this is really before they develop like you know the Prime Directive. Mm-hmm. But, and, and, you know, you do kind of have to, you know, in, in this situation, you can't really, like, make any sort of demands on a culture. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, another developed culture with their own practices. It's, like, something that you get. It's kind of like, well, you know, yeah. it's just like, it's, like, something that you can, like, disagree with. But it's just, like, you know, mm-hmm. you, you have... You, you you don't have no go- governmental or you know no authority on the, on on, the, on what they do right right um, so Archer goes and explains to Charles it's not their place to tell them what rights that they have so that's at least something yeah however uh, in the meeting room Archer talks with the captain and his uh, the Vissian captain and his crew and says. To grant asylum, they need a serious case. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, the engineer and his wife are pissed because they won't get to have their baby if asylum is reached. Yeah. They're uh, real pissed, and the engineer tries to bring up waiters to bring a point. Yeah. Uh, and Archer is like, hey, waiters have nothing to do with this because they what they do is, like, voluntary. And they're like, oh, we didn't know that. Oh, well, okay. And like, <laughs> well, they, he's like, I guess I don't know enough about your culture. You yeah. Know, kind of and, and being like, you know, it's just like, well, you guys don't know anything about our relationship with the cogenitors. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But it's, it's a bad point. It's a bad point. It's a bad point. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to compare waiters, especially in To a, sex slaves. Yeah, to sex slaves, yeah. Yeah, I mean, both of them are selling their body for their 
you know for money mm. that's it yeah <laughs> i mean but sex slaves don't even get the money so now i guess yeah. they're not the same at all yeah and especially at this point like you know like um you know uh the earth has reached you know sort of like um almost poor scarcity mm. so it's just like they don't their money's been abolished anyway so right yeah because like yeah archer does make a point like the art though they they're they do it because they can you know mm -hmm. or they want to they're choosing to do it yeah yeah gear congenitors are literal sex slaves that are traded between families right creating inbred children hell yeah <laughs> so um the visians tell archer to take time with his decision regarding uh, asylum mm -hmm. To pull an archer walk down the hallway and she tells him he made the right choice and archer enters trip quarters mm -hmm. the visian ships departs and archer hails the captain they're genial and it's clear that he made the congenitor go back with their people yeah so in his quarters archer gets a call from the visian captain and he sounds upset archer calls trip into his quarters and tells him that the congenitor committed suicide damn trip blames himself he says it's time trip learned to weigh the consequences of his actions and maybe this will teach him a lesson he dresses trip down again mm. also good good captain daddying scene but i still disagree with his fundamental point oh yeah he dismisses trip and stares out the window end mm. of episode so there's a lot to digest here there's a lot to go on there's this. a lot to digest in this episode we went over a lot of it but like this episode is morally bankrupt yeah it's like i don't know the the way they come to the conclusion and how they make it feel so final doesn't sit right with me at all yeah it's a it's a bad moral tale yeah it's like like one like i think this episode really illustrates especially like since this is you know and the there's like early days of the federation you know enterprise mm. and stuff so it's just like their their um meetings with other species is mm -hmm. very underdeveloped yeah like so far they've only met like you know phloxes people mm -hmm. vulcans you know you know and then like you know those weird little yellow guys right right <laughs> so it's like and so you know klingons <clears throat> so it's just like they're they're still really like like this is showing them developing their approach to diplomacy and mm -hmm. and how to interact with other cultures especially ones that hold view like views that we would consider abhorrent you know right, holding right. sex slaves and so it's just like and, there was no there's no they're like i think it kind of shows like kind of like almost the reality of how it's just like you know especially developing you know how we would react in that sort of situation but it's also like i don't know i feel like it's it's rick berman and bragg are really showing their fucking ass here yeah because they're saying in the future like it's not going to be part of regular education or regular knowledge that like more than one gender expression or identity is a reality like yeah. that being such a mind-blowing thing yeah to fucking to fucking trip like it like blows my mind yeah i mean but this is also at the time it was made like that wasn't like a national conversation 
yeah, happened this, with it. And yeah. So it's at a, the same time, you know, they had like trans characters in the '90s track. They did in yeah. Rick Berman track. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know, dog. I don't know. This is yeah, like like their third time really like confronting like transgenderism in any way, and it's another kind of miss. Yeah, because like it ends with this, you know, like you know, Soren ends up being brainwashed and right, folded right. back into ba- the society, basically killed, basically yeah. killed, mm. and then yeah, and then of course uh, Charles you right. know, kills himself, mm-hmm. and and so yeah, and, and yeah, and, and then Jedzia Dax dies too. Jedzia <laughs> Dax dies too. So it's just like yeah, like the representation that happens, you know, and and we and. and we don't really get like any sort of like positive representation of this until like discovery. Right. Right. And, Precisely. And so like, um, so yeah, all other transgender non-binary stories before that mm-hmm. always just end with sorrow. Yeah. <laughs> and so, and we don't get any good negative reputation until strange new world. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. With Captain angel. Yeah. Captain you know? angel. Yeah. Yeah. Just get like, uh, get the bad them that they them baddie baddies <laughs> and Give so them more baddies but like um so yeah it is it it it, uh, it is a very you know nihilistic in a way it's mm-hmm. just like it, it is unfortunate because but i think like the lesson it was trying to teach is it's like you have to be have a little bit more tact approaching these subjects mm-hmm. you know especially it's like you can't go from zero to 60. See, the, the, that I think therein lies the major problem yeah. with the episode is it's not a moral tale. Yeah. It is a cautionary tale to yeah. respect authority. Yeah. Or at least respect, like, just trying to, like, understand try, understand the culture before, like, making any sort of... Even like, if the culture is bad? Even if the culture... Well, I think, That's like, the problem is we know the culture is bad. Yeah. Like, this is a bad culture. Archer knew it was a bad culture. Mm -hmm. He knew they were, like, specifically holding these people back in order to be sex slaves. Yeah. And based on that knowledge, he's still like, no, you can't have asylum even though you are a sex slave who no longer wants to be one. Which is weird. Because, like, his argument, too, against Trip is that, like, well, did they ask to learn to read and stuff like that? Yeah. And my argument to that is, like, well, wait, so if, like, someone can't read, Mm -hmm. like... What, what, like it's 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 like if like oh oh well you gave them food for the first time and now they want to eat all the time <laughs> what the fuck this is your fault like yeah. no it's yeah they didn't want to read because they were fucking brainwashed and a sex slave yeah and you know you gave them like a glimmer of hope and taught them to fucking read and you know the reason they killed themselves is because you know, they fucking, they knew there was a better life to have that they could not have. And yeah. Archer, it's Archer's fault yeah. that they killed themselves. It's not Tucker's <laughs> fault. It's yeah. 100% not Tucker's fault. Yeah. Tucker was trying. Yeah, it's weird that he, Archer didn't grant Charles asylum. But I mean, I guess it's since it's like, I mean, I the, the only way like I could see like, you know, like, I think Archer stumbles a lot mm-hmm. in this because it is like, Early like, days. Yeah, yeah, this is like a lot of first for them. Mm-hmm. And so, you know. First is the worst. First is the worst, you know. And, and you know, we do have like, you know, the, you know, um, uh, uh, absurd, you know, and chaotic meetings that happen, you know, and, and, and all over Trek, you know, mm-hmm. there's always like meeting those things. But for the most part, like in other, other Treks, like, like the, um, the aliens are more or less just representations of us and and relatable, mm-hmm. yeah. and so they typically have you know 
on, on at, at 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 their core they're basically humans and so oh i see so what what rick berman is saying through this is we should teach trans people to read yeah yeah that's what it is oh. but it's just like in this it is dealing with something like you know that the the species requires this third gender and mm -hmm. it's just like something completely alien you know it's just like well we don't have like this it's not i mean completely alien though because you yeah. have like a lot of native american spirits have and that, two and i guess they're not even like a, it's like not even like a gender expression it's just yeah. like it's just their sex the yeah, sex the, like, yeah it's like a gender sex yeah exactly so like um and i really wish they explained a little bit how they have to fuck because like yeah I mean, is there like a pump or something they could make to where the congenitor is no longer necessary to yeah. be a sex slave? That's what I was saying. Like they could, they, it does like the fact that they are so advanced mm -hmm. and like, and that all the congenitor provides is an enzyme. That's that, that going by just like what, you know, Flock said. Yeah. Why, if, why don't they fucking synthesize that enzyme if they're so fucking smart? And yeah. fucking make a synthetic enzyme. Unless because like they the congenitors do make up an equal third of the society, and I guess. Oh no, it's three percent. Oh, three percent. Three percent, not so, a third. Oh, oh, so like, oh. um, so if they are making up three percent, yeah, it's just like, you know, they would have to acknowledge their, their personhood, mm -hmm. and I, it does seem like that that the society where it's at is unable to do that. Yeah. So it's just like, well, you know, our cultural practices that we've had that probably established in the fucking like our fucking middle ages, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, and like it's just like, well, we have to deprive the cogenitor of like of any sort of like basic rights. Mm -hmm. And so that's how it's been. That's how it's going to be until we're, we're fucking dancing on the sun with our little ships. You know, who do, who do you think is the modern cogenitor? A modern cogenitor? I'm going to go with all pairs and mm. nannies. Like people mm. whose livelihoods are attached to families and taking care of them. I mean, and we, do, we do have like surrogates and stuff. We do have surrogates, yeah. yeah. But, you know, surrogates are usually paid and, yeah. you know, there's, or usually they do it very, very willingly. Yeah. And so, like. If you could carry a child, would you for money? <sighs> no. It depends on how much money. Yeah. I think I, I would carry a child to term for. Five hundred thousand hmm. dollars. I wonder how. I wonder how much they make. There's that movie that came out recently where Patty Harrison plays a surrogate. Mm -hmm. It was. It was okay. I liked yeah. it. Okay. Like, um, um, but yeah, it's just. I wonder if they do make it, like uh, make considerable money like that. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure in some cases, especially if you're doing it for a rich person, you got to mm -hmm. be making good money. Yeah, they kind of have like it. fucking Elon Musk. Like, I'm sure like the oh, yeah. mothers of all his surrogates are set up for fucking life. Oh yeah, like it's he's definitely like especially that one that he had twins with mm -hmm. while married to Grimes. Like mm -hmm. that was definitely a surrogate. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, he yeah because yeah he he didn't even have sex with her. Yeah. Which I mean he he I don't think he has sex. I, I still don't think, so don't think, and I don't hear it much. I don't he hear this theory much anywhere, and I I don't know why. I think he's a completely sexless guy. I think he like tries to mm. like brand himself as sexy or sex or something. Cause like with the fucking, um, with the Teslas, he made them the model S, the model three and the model X. Yeah. So it would spell sex and the model Y. So it would spell sexy. I, um, I kind of wonder if like, if this is like the plot of the movie big, 
starring Tom Hanks, <laughs> where he made a wish on a Coney Island um, fortune teller, <laughs> and and he woke up as a fifty three year old man. Yeah, and but he had but he is like a. 10 year old child inside no it's just he has a child brain he has but, a bad case of child brain <laughs> but then again like i i, I like i rewatched big semi recently mm-hmm. and i totally forgot that he fucks in that yeah which is so wild like mm-hmm. it's like it's a he's like he's a 10 year old boy <laughs> he's and, in the body of a 30 year old man and, he's in the body and, of tom hanks <laughs> but it seems like it seems it, like if they you probably were in tom hanks it. body you wouldn't fuck i mean if i was 10 yeah I don't know. That's 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 putting up some moral questions. <laughs> yeah, I want you to answer them. <laughs> <laughs> it's like slowly. It's like you're making you're making you're making your partner commit a crime almost. But it's like you know. But it's like a big crime where it's just, you know it's like a crime. It's like a mythical mystical crime. Because you're mystical crime. It's mystical crime. The crimes of the wizard. You were, tur- you were you were a ten year old child and you were turned into a thirty year old man because you wished because you went to like a fortune telling machine on Coney Island and we're just like I wish I was big. It's and, it's midjacutory, right? <laughs> it's, it's like you think you th- like it's just like okay I'll make you thirty years old. He's like he said he wants to be big. <laughs> like you should have made him like fifteen feet tall. <laughs> Like, like just like a ten year a, fi- a, fi- a ten year old that's wants, just like fifteen feet. He said tall. he wants to be big, and he just gives him like a two foot penis. <laughs> He's like, "What the? What do I even do with this? It's dragging on the ground and picking up dust. <laughs> it's getting a callus on." <laughs> it's like I'm 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 three feet tall. <laughs> you said you wanted to be big, kid. I don't know what to say. I don't know. I'm a mach- I'm a fortune telling machine. I'm not. I'm not. You think I'd be telling fortunes if I went to Harvard or some shit? I'm not smart. I'm a machine. I just make people's dicks bigger. That's all anybody <laughs> That's wants all anyway. That's all people do. <laughs> That's all they ask for. <laughs> That's all, they just ask for ask for big dicks and balls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. People go. People go to the fortune telling machine. They're like, I want way bigger testicles. I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go to the fortune telling machine in Coney Island. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> no. Nope. You have to record this podcast first. Fine. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> I, I I disagree with this episode. Yeah. I mean, it's not. It's, it doesn't, it should, it, it, it would be nice if it could, if Star Trek could have tackled gender in a way, in a more positive way than having it always end in some sort of violence. And Because like we know even with Law chose, chose her own gender, like right. died. And, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Just like Soren brainwashed, mm-hmm. probably dead. Law, yeah. dead. Charles, dead. It's mm-hmm. not, it's not. Like we can we can tackle this we can tackle this subject without violence. Yeah, and we got we got Discovery who we got Discovery did that, but it was like so hammy and just like I don't know, not my favorite writing or acting. Yeah, Uh, yeah. I know. Yeah, I I much like uh, yeah, like Soren and Charles. They're really cool. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, they're. uh, It is sad that yeah had happened to Charles. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's yeah, it is more of a cautionary tale. This serves this 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 whole story serves as more of a cautionary tale for for Trip to 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 not be on the straight and narrow. Be on the straight and narrow. Mm. Uh, like be more 
like be more mindful approaching uh, alien you diplomacy. You mean fa- fall in line? Fall in line. Fall yeah. in line. Hey, you can't you can't teach them them kids to read. But it's also like you know it does it does say because like I think like I think I do think Archer is kind of like you know it's a battle for another day almost like. Like the first step is establishing a relationship with these people, right? But at and, the same time, that's such a liberal talking yeah. point. It's a battle for another day. Like, yeah. well, let's just get this passed now. In, and in it's ten, a, in ten thousand years, they can ha- the congenitor can have rights. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's, it's I mean, such, they've really only known them though for like like a week though at this right. point. Right. So. But it's it's clear what they're doing with the congenitor is wrong. Yeah, absolutely. Like like, like the morally the co- wrong. The congenitor is a sex slave. Yes. And the congenitor it has has no rights of any kind that we saw. No. Yeah. Nope. Which sucks. Yeah. And uh, you know, they're not human rights, but they are fucking rights of species. Rights Even of I human feel like, species. I feel like I feel like Archer did like there's that one episode where they go to the um i'd actually like to point this out uh-huh. so we know that the Vissians are much smarter than humans right yeah and the congenitor is equally smart to the rest of the Vissians. so archer made a call on a being smarter than himself mm. and overrid their will damn which is i think pretty motherfucking fucked up pretty fucked up pretty fucking fucked up yeah, and 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 later we do see that one episode like Archer does take in that one, um, like sex slave, like yeah. blonde, right, right, right. Um, that that like asked asked for help, and she turns out but, to be like a spy. But that's only because he wanted to hit it. <laughs> he did. He did. So yeah, it, just, it is also based on whether or not Archer is sexually attracted to the person that's yep. being. Um, that's right. Being uh, used for captain's log, baby. <laughs> yeah, being used it makes for the sex. decision. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, but that that is after this episode. So I don't know. Did he learn something from this situation? Yeah. What did we learn here today? Um. Captain, yeah. captains are always right captains are always right mm-hmm. yeah this this person this person is has gained awareness for the first time in their life and 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 now sees that life is better than the than the absolute hell that they live mm-hmm. and so they ask they ask the only people that have been compassionate to them for help and then get get uh get get denied and then uh kill themselves yeah i think another lesson we learned is um don't give education to uh second class people Mm, yeah that's not yeah don't do that no (laughs) um yeah that's dangerous uh also make sure that they have comparable intelligence to other people if they don't then continue as 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 you were yeah yeah that, it's okay for them to be sex slaves <laughs> but it's okay for them to be sex slaves because they're not they're not smart they're not smart yeah so this episode yeah uh, it's like at that, that by that's by that metric you think like um like, like and the Vissian engineer is like so i noticed you only have 92 naturally occurring elements uh, so by the way you're joining me and my wife for, for <laughs> tonight in our bed you're now what you are the cogenitor trip. Now, now what you talking about? You are not intelligent enough to be to, to, <laughs> to, be, to, be, a, to be a person. Talker. Yeah. <laughs> now, get, now shake it for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, it's like imagine if like Trip was if these aliens did see humans as lesser 
Slicer beans. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, you guys can't dance on the surface of the sun? Well, you're all sex slaves now. Well, then why do you have this Earth song from 1999 <laughs> called Might As Well Be Walking on the Sun? <laughs> Is this a lie? A ruse? <laughs> and you have this song called I'm a Slave for You. <laughs> so you are submitting that you are slaves for you. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of depressing episode. Mm -hmm. Yeah, depressing episode. I don't think we really learn anything from it. As a moral tale, it fails. <laughs> yeah. Um, as an episode of Star Trek, it kind of succeeds. Yeah, I mean, it does give it does it does have the moral moral question. You know, it's mm -hmm. like, it raises the question, but the answer is not satisfying in any no. way. I mean, and, and unfortunately, that is like the reality of for a lot of people. You know, it's just like they don't always get happy endings. Right, right. Yeah. But it's like, but it, w it would have been nice if if Charles, they get, that you know, also had to have like a little trip junior hanging around. Or I don't know, yeah. Or if like they would have taken the fucking taken them on as uh, giving them asylum and being like, we'll drop you off at the next starbase or something like that. So they didn't have to stay on as a yeah. character, but also. You know, it could have been, you know, a kind of a darker ending if they're, they're like, yeah, we'll take you on. And the Vissians are like, you'll, uh, you know, you'll never hear from us again. Or they sour yeah. relations with them. And then, like, Starfleet hears about it. Trip gets in trouble. There's a lot of things they could have done with it. I mean, it. this is basically that the episode of um, the Orville that we watched. Basically, yeah. Yeah, like. 100%. It actually is very much. <laughs> holy shit. Wait a second. Hold the phone. Wait a second. The Tale of Two Topas did rip this episode off a yeah. lot. Yeah. I didn't think about that. Yeah, wow. they, and they started a interstellar incident because, mm -hmm. of, because of it. And presumably with the Vissians as well at the end. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, like where relationships have been soured. Yeah. Yeah. It seems today that all you see <laughs> is that it's been a long road <laughs> getting from there to here. Hey, Lois, remember the time we denied asylum to a person <laughs> with a third gender? <laughs> I like it very much because I'm a gay, evil baby. Um, yeah, that's true. Stewie's white, white, gay ass wouldn't no. acknowledge a knowledge of trans person oh hell no 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 he's definitely one of those lgb motherfuckers yeah he is yeah get fucked no, her no, fast bitches no, yeah he's a that lgb no tease oh, god yeah a lettuce guacamole and bacon Blah, the worst <laughs> you gotta have the tomato you gotta have that tomato on there and make mm. it a sandwich oh god that tomato's so juicy any tomatoes yeah. listening with a big juicy booty <laughs> and a hard girl cock? Hit me up. I don't. I don't think tomatoes usually have those. Oh, what were we talking about? <laughs> oh, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that's a great place for us to leave it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, thanks for hanging with us, Voyagers. Uh, yeah, be well, travel safe, and. Uh, I don't know. Maybe go watch this episode. The direction to it is good. It's a well-produced episode. Yeah. Um, yeah, the pacing's good. I just don't agree with it at all. Yeah, it's like it's not 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 one that you want to put on feel good. No, it's it's pretty <laughs> fucking feel bad. And it's I don't a feel bad. I don't think it has like a good message either. No, it doesn't. No. Yeah, it was Rick Berman trying and failing. 
As he does. As he does. As he does. But, you know, it it was, like, I, I did like, you know, how they were presenting the Vissians as, like, this sort of, like, benevolent race of people with very just, like, fucked up views. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just, like, it, you really had to, like, question, like, are, is Trip doing the right thing? So, know? yeah. So you mean, like, um, Texans? Texans, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. Mm. All right. Well, thanks for checking with us, soy boys, girls, and overly beans. Hang dong and shaka. Everybody do the same track dance, get on the floor, take off your pants. 